Cool. So as we go into the, the bonus round, really interested to hear. I mean, you've got so much experience, so many years, so many games you've created, prototyped, played, all these different things. What are your favorite mechanics and why do you love those, either in games you've created or games you just played from other people? Uh, well, for me, it's simple and it's going to be obvious. Most people, it's dice, push your luck. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I love, I love any game that lets me roll dice to resolve things or to do things and lets me push my luck around them. And what I mean by that, by push my luck, is it either gives me tools to change the luck of the dice that I'm rolling so I know the factors I'm dealing with. I'm just not blindly rolling dice. Uh, and it lets me push further. For example, you know, I can get this reward if I achieve this, but I can get this reward if I achieve uh, a higher number or a different number. And I just love that particular mechanic in a game. Uh, there's a lot of mechanics that I like. But once again, I'm very mechanic. I guess what I would say is I'm very mechanic oriented around uh, making sure that the mechanic fits the game. So dice rolling for resolution with push your luck and control your luck type things is probably my number one favorite thing. The second thing is because I do so many uh, co-op games, how I create the artificial intelligence for the game board. Uh, that that is extremely important, and and it's important that you have an artificial intelligence that is playable, but tough. And and I I don't know the way of saying that. For example, Arkham Horror is playable but tough. You'll lose, but you'll win. Uh, you know, uh, and and what I point to is Alien Uprising. Alien Uprising, when it left me uh, to go to be published, it was a real swingy game. You could win big, you could lose big, uh, you know, it could go all over the place, and it was so much fun to play. Alien Uprising uh, got uh, uh, got developed, and uh, a uh, uh, mathematician from the University of Colorado went through it and tightened up so many of the mechanics that literally, if you make two wrong moves now, you lose the game. Oh, wow. Now, some would say that that made for a better game because it's always going to be close, but what I've discovered is people don't like playing it because it's so hard to win. Right. Okay. And so that game kind of a game that should have done better on the long run, you know, has done okay. Uh, and you know, if ever I can do a second edition of that game, uh, we will loosen it back up to the original to where it's just a heck of a lot more fun to play. Absolutely. I think, you know, you want your players to be challenged, uh, and maybe you want them to lose that first game, but then they learn. They learn the game. They learn how to win. So it does become winnable. Uh, the more you play it, the better you get at it. Right. And then, then what you do is you give them variable rules to make it harder, and you give them new scenarios and all this kind of stuff. And and I think you know once again, uh, Alien Uprising is a fun game. But you know if you get beat at it four times in a row, and you get brutally beat at it four times in a row. Then you shelf it and you don't play it again. And so the using that as an example, along with Arkham Horror and Elder Sign and Defenders of the Realm and Defenders of the Last Stand and all these others that I that I do artificial intelligence on, I spend a lot of time thinking about how do I make the artificial intelligence, you know, uh, tough, beatable, strategic, and fun. Okay. And so, you know, and you try and I try to put that into a simple process, you know, where I'm just doing one thing for the board. 
You know, I love a lot of the games that come out from, from Flying Frog. I think they are totally creative, and I, I love a lot of their stuff thematically. But a lot of times their artificial intelligence requires the players to do a lot of things. You know, roll a die, look at this chart, now roll dice for this over here, now roll dice for this over here, and it becomes somewhat clumsy, okay? So they've got, like, a, some brilliant ideas that all, that in some cases the artificial intelligence, you know, kind of kind of ruins the experience, at least for me. And so what I try to do is I try to simplify it to where, okay, you just draw a card and it does all that stuff for you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, man, I'd love to have you back on for a later episode. And we can talk about the AI in cooperative games. I mean, that's a whole episode in and of itself. I'd love to get your thoughts on that in greater detail. Yeah. And by the way, you know, I, and Flying Frog, they make some of my favorite games. I, I love some of their thematics. Uh, and so much so that I, I, I simplify some of those end processes in my games. I just make up cards for them and put them in the game. And then people play them with me and they're like, wow, you know, uh, if I buy this, it'll be like that. I said, no, nah, you, you know, I've ruined it for you. You, <laughs> you need this specific cards right here. Yeah. But, uh, uh, you know, but, but I spend a lot of time uh, trying to make sure that artificial intelligence works in the game because if you're going to do a co-op game, you have to give the players a challenge. So every time I'm doing a game now, I sit down and I think, okay, what is the level of the game I want this to be? Okay, if I want it to be a gamer's game, in other words, diehard gamers are going to play it, that means that they only get a 30 35% chance of victory. Right. Now, once they figure the game out, they'll probably get that to close to 50. But 30 35% is usually where I want that game to end up, okay? Uh, for example, Alien Uprising it got about a 20% chance of winning, and that just is not enough, okay? People just don't enjoy right. that big a swing. But if I'm looking more at a mainstream game, Saving Time will come out next year from, uh, I thought it would come out this year, but it's going to be next year, which is a, a uh, your time agents, and there's an alien destroying our past, and you're, you're working together, jumping into the past, and, and fixing the things the alien's doing, and gather, all the while gathering information so that you can, you can uh, stop this alien from doing this. Uh, that one I want to be more of a mainstream game. So basically, the basic gameplay is going to be closer to a 50-50 win-loss, with rules to make it tougher for for you know players who want a tougher version of the game. Uh, so it all depends on your market that you're going for, and um, you know. But but the artificial intelligence is a mechanic that I think is very important. It's done a number of different ways in the games that do exist. There are a number of co-op games that come out now. And, uh, you know, and sometimes those are implemented very well. Sometimes those aren't implemented too well. And there's usually just a mix across the board. But I feel it's a, a great mechanic that, that game designers have to focus on if they're going to do co-op games. So between the push-your-luck dice rolling and the artificial intelligence, those are the two mechanics that uh, I really enjoy working with the most. Awesome. Well, Richard, really appreciate your insight, your, your, your valuable wisdom on a lot of things, and just appreciate your time today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it.